listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast. Stunning Stancy at your service right across me. Ravishing Ro Moran and the return of the rowdy one. Rowdy Raph Camus. Welcome He's back. back. He's back, motherfuckers. How are you the marathon? Just to be clear, oh. I was watching Gilas. Not okay. Al-tab, not Altab. Hey, sure. I, it's okay. Right As we're recording okay. right now, Gilas is currently going up against Lebanon. Four. For a spot in the semi semifinals. Group E were such jabronis. Actually. Yeah. Actually. Hey, but we put up with Iran. But Iran were such jabronis today. No, Iran. No, Iran. Iran beat Korea. Dude. Dude. Hey, but you know, last time Iran Dude. was not a jabroni team either. Dude. Hadadi. Yeah. yeah. The exactly. be all and end all of this conversation no, no, is Hamed Hadadi. That's why I'm saying the jabronis now because remember the last time I remember them they were not jabronis. And they weren't jabroni. They were never in jabroni. the game. In the game, yes. They in the game, of... in the game they let they gave us slack. They gave us slack. I'll oh, give right. them that. Yeah, they were very co- oh, uh, overconfident to a fault. Eh? Oh. Yeah, and, and that was and that was our fault in the first game. That is why I was surprised that they were, you know, we beat them like jabronis. Good God, that felt good. Yeah, it did. You know, I'll that be honest, did. this is the rare episode that so I can watch whatever's left of the game. I mean, as we're recording right now, the game just started. Yes. So I'm going to be following this on Twitter, and I, I would like us to finish as soon as we can, so I can hop on over to the TV just a few steps away. As a bro. And as a bro. The, and watch the damn game, right? Let's breeze through this podcast. So, this aye, week. Aye. This we, week, we got a special guest week. host for wait, us. Wait, wait. Our usual ritual. Right, our usual ritual. For this week, we just got to remind everybody uh, that we thank you for your support of the podcast. And it is because of you that we are the number one, number one, 28th ranked podcast on the Sports Nation section. I, I leave free you guys for one week and we free fall. Free fall. Wait, we're free falling like the raw ratings, but. <laughs> The, the the three weeks you were gone, we were up three? to forty eight. Was, was it three? Was it yeah, yeah. you yeah. got three weeks, bro. Okay. We were up to forty eight. I think I think everyone. But you know, ro- ro- when you and I did it, we were eighteen. That's true. No, that was after. For, after Stan left. After Stan left. Yeah. So if we're doing this analytics style. Honestly, iTunes rankings don't make much sense. <laughs> oh, right. They don't. They don't. So, yeah, like, you know... I, I've asked around. We, think, no, we, can't, we can't assign advanced metrics to either no, no, no. of us for ratings. I think the rankings are reflecting how fast uh, people listen to it in one in per episode. Is it's it? It's a, a subscription. Yeah. yeah it's very much a part of it. That's a part of it. You know, like, like, there's but, a reason why Bill Simmons' podcast, his new one, is like straight to number one. Overall, yeah. that's true. That's yeah, true. that's how fast people are listening to it. Yeah. So, anyway, so 128 in the big picture sucks, but and and but we we think uh, we're, uh, things are going to look up starting this week because because like I said earlier uh, before I was not so rudely interrupted. We do have a special guest host for the week. All right. Now uh, we put out a casting call for Smart Henry where we write all of our stuff. Oh, so can I have an extra hand? <laughs> we need a lot of extra hands. Thankfully, there were a lot of you who did respond and answer the call, take up the challenge, uh, and we're happy to welcome them on board. But um, somewhere along the way, when we were looking for other writers, uh, somebody submitted in an application for a guest host spot in the podcast. Oh, but ang original is we want someone to cover podcasts, to report on podcasts, and not necessarily to... 
uh, be a part of the podcast as a reporter. But the yeah. thing is, the three of us here, open-minded, kami sa oh, business. Eh. Oh, oh. Hashtag open-minded. We like it when there's an opportunity. We see we see an opportunity to expand the business, make it grow, and we took it. And that's why we'd like to introduce for the first time, and hopefully not the last time, on the SGP podcast, Patty on the podcast. Hey guys, good evening. Hey, Patty. Hey, Patty. Hello. So, so Patty was interested in being part of the podcast. Wait, can you take us through what you thought when you saw the ad? Well, the ad said a podcast reporter. And when you think of the word reporter, what you think of are the people on TV talking. So I thought they were asking me to go on the, pad, on the podcast and report, actually talk as a co-host. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, I misunderstood. No, no, no. To be but, fair, no, no, to be to fair, be fair, fair. Make point, make point. Yeah. Semantics, yeah. yeah. It's semantics. Uh, but I was glad yeah. I misunderstood it because now I'm here. Yun. Yun. Yeah, like we said, about open-minded yeah. the business. And I, I'm sure you you all would appreciate a change of pace. A breath of fresh air, as Stan would say about this week's role. Yeah, I mean, it's not every day na, in the first place, you get a girl who talks wrestling. Oh. Right? So now that there is a female voice who talks wrestling with us, plus, you know, it's an open it's open knowledge naman, that all of us, uh, aside from Patty, are part of PWR. Mm-hmm. So when we're reviewing PWR, it helps have an outside eye, someone who can be understandably more objective. And this is where you come in, hopefully. You can count on me. You and you. Open-minded. Like behave, huh? Behave, behave, papi. papi. All right. Wait, we just wanted to make sure. Do you do you guys want to do a quick interview? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quick Let's interview. do a quick oh, interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, for just, so, just so our listeners get to know. It's traditional for all our guests, so why couldn't why, Patty why don't be we, yeah. different? Yeah, Yeah. so let's get to know you, Patty, on the podcast. So um, tell us something about yourself. Um, about your, start, yeah. about your fandom. That, no, no, no. Let's start off with something okay. not very wrestling. Like, what do you even do outside of these four Tangin, walls? What do you even do? What do you do for a living? Well, I work at a hotel as an account manager. It it doesn't sound very interesting. No, you no, do what Chavez does. Yeah. You're in the same industry. You know, really? other than being a jabroni yeah. in the shows. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he works in a hotel. Discovery Primea. Makati. Uh, What's up? Sales and marketing. Oh, same. Yeah, 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 very similar. See, exactly, common ground. Yeah, I'll give you my card after the show. Why? Uh, why no? We're competitors. Oh ma. No, not really. If if you if you cut the segments up differently, no, no, no that no. argument doesn't hold at all. Anyway, so moving on. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it's, so it's interesting. It's something interesting. We we're, we're learning more about Patty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so um, you're so we now know you work at a hotel. So but we also know you're a wrestling fan. Can you take us through a quick story of how your fandom began? Well, uh, I was at elementary school. I think I was seven, eight, or nine years old. And I heard my uh, male classmates talking about Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit. And I just couldn't relate, but I wanted to talk to them because I'm not the kind of person who really gets along very well with girls. I usually get along well with guys. No. So I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to have a common ground with them. Mm-hmm. So when I was at home and my grandmother happened to flip the channel to WWE, I just started watching because I wanted to have uh, something to talk about with my guy classmates. And so that's when it began. I saw Evolution, Edge, and uh, the entire roster. And I just fell in love with it right away. Uh, What was it about wrestling that made you fall in love with it? Maybe the theatrics, because I began watching at a young age, so Mm -hmm. I believed every storyline, the drama, and I just loved the the action. 
Okay. Okay. So one of the boys ka talaga, like that's always been your pick. Yes. Okay. Um so early on who was your favorite wrestler? Uh it was Edge and Triple H. So why oh, Edge yeah, and Triple H? Yeah. Well, I started loving Triple H when he was in D Generation X. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then which, I which version? Which version? Which version? Two thousands. Malamang two thousands. So that would be with Bata, Shawn, elementary Michaels. Pa siya nun. Oh, right. Shawn Michaels and then this yeah. is PG. High school na tayon. PG DX. Okay, okay. Carry yeah. on. Then I backtracked, saw it, and then I remembered he was the one in Evolution. Yeah. Uh-huh. Was one of the greatest heels of his time. Actually, maybe Still until is. today. No, he's he's kind oh. of. He's usually wrong, so you can go challenge. He's him. not a very good heel anymore, especially when he steps into NXT mm-hmm. because he's like the biggest face in NXT. People just love him there. And then he steps into Raw and then does this uh, authority stuff. It's confusing. It's yeah, not. Confused kasi she. Yeah, he's not what he used to be. She's observant. Okay, listeners. She's Wait, I'm going to ask you because I don't usually hear this kind of talk from 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 the ladies. Uh, no offense to you know female wrestling yeah. fans, but um, from not many ladies that we talk to. Not many. No, not many. No, no, no that's not what I mean. Uh, female wrestling fans can say uh, no offense again would mark out over the over the dudes over the sa mga papa. In, usually, usually, in yung mga pinagkakaguluhan nila. Oh, oh. No offense, but that's what I noticed. I noticed that It's too. observational only. Yeah. So, what got you to, or how did you end up being a smart? Because I noticed what you were saying. That's smart dialogue. That's, that's yeah, smart yeah, that's dialogue. very smart dialogue. And I don't, as I, that's what I was saying when I said, I don't hear that from the ladies. What exactly is the question I got? <laughs> like, yeah, how, 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 how did you, yeah. Well, you know what a smart is, right? Okay. No. Oh. Is, that, is that forgivable? No. That I don't no. <laughs> no, because no, but it's weird. No, 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 it's, no, weird. no it's, it's weird though because you you talk, you said all that all those observations about Triple H about how he how he's a bad heel uh, nowadays. He doesn't know if he's a face or a heel. That kind of thing. So that, my no, my question simply was, how did you end up knowing about this stuff? The the inner workings, kumbaga. I I really don't know. Is Maybe. it the internet's Interesting. Fault? Maybe. Like, do you read about this online? Because I'm sure you, you can't just think about this big line. Oh, si Triple H, ang niya. Good guy siya dito, bad guy siya doon. Um, you could, but it, yeah. it, it, it would take a while. a while. And you would have to get it elsewhere. Yeah, so... Like from, you know, I don't who know, do you reading read? about it, a TV show or a book. I think I started uh, reading Bleacher Report ah. last last year. So doon ka nagsimula mag-isip about like the storylines, what they really mean, an- analysis and all that stuff? No, not really, because... Uh, Maybe five years ago? I can't remember exactly. I already understood. When I got older, yeah. it already became apparent to me that it's not real. The storylines okay. are not real. Sure, sure. So I started... You just get older and you realize that it's not real. That's yeah, not true. <laughs> so, that's impossible. Wait, what so, are you so, saying? Did you have like friends who you could talk to? Because like, uh, and Row, we became friends in college because we realized that the other also like wrestling. So we just had someone who we could, you know, we could talk to about. Oh, did you see what happened on Raw? Shit like that. So did you have a friend who you could talk uh, stories or analysis about? about? Yeah. yeah. Did you have someone like that? No. Are you saying it was a struggle because even my guy friends, I have to convince them to watch it just so I could talk to them about it. Are you saying that the same guy classmates you tried to impress by watching wrestling ended no, up that not was impressed. elementary? School. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you know, when they were in elementary, uh, you eventually 
or they eventually outgrew them, and you pretty much eclipsed stayed, them. Yeah, you stayed on. Stayed a fan. No, I left that school shortly after. No, 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 no. I mean, what I'm, saying, what I'm saying is, well, she wouldn't know if she left the school. Uh-uh. All right. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That makes Fair sense, enough. yeah. So, so um, right now, like, in your circle of friends, do you have, like, one or two friends who still is updated, who you could talk to, look at Kane and what he's doing, all of that stuff? Is there somebody? Sadly, there's no one. Well, you came not- to the right place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, this is why we're here. I mean, this is why the podcast has been around. Uh, this is why the community is there, like, you know, Smart Henry, SGP, all of that. Uh, we, we try to bring people together. And it's nice now, you know, even though uh, you seem kind of alone there, that you, you found a niche here on the podcast. And this is what we hope to, to keep fostering for someone like you. Yeah, we don't mean to end up with that. We don't mean to, you know, put you behind a, uh, on a pedestal or behind a glass case because you're uh, a rarity that the rest, a female wrestling fan who knows what she's talking about. Yeah. So we yeah. might as well get started, and uh, unless you have other questions. Mm, Sigur, last question that I have before we get into the, you know, uh, into the smarkety stuff is, who is your favorite wrestler today? Seth Rollins, hands down. Why? Because <laughs> No, not <laughs> really. I, I think he's the best right All now. Right. Even better than Finn Balor. Why better than Finn Balor? No, I would like to hear you. Yeah, yeah, just justify. I I can't really tell. I mean, you just see it. I, I think he's more talented. That's my opinion. So it's the I eye test. Dinadaan mo sa eye test. I guess so from what I see from them. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think, I think we all have that, eh, that eye test thing. Na yeah. y- you just know. Pag nakita mo yung, yung wrestler na yun, like when Bo first came out, this guy looked a little bit too green. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> it's a lot better than that. Does Finn Balor talk very well? You know, you right. know what I mean. He's, he's all right. He's, he's all right. I mean, he, he doesn't to have Rollins. to. Rollins is a better no, talker Rollins at this is... point than Finn Balor is. No, the thing is, we haven't seen... We... Well, on NXT, Finn doesn't talk a whole lot. Finn doesn't talk a whole lot. But then when you hear him talk, like in documentaries, when he talks about his experiences... Well, those are two different Yeah, those are two different things. That's the thing. That's what I'm getting to. Finn is articulate. We know that. But if he's good on the mic in those situations, we don't know yet. No, I got to ask you this because you're the one who follows New Japan. Was he a good talker when he was Prince Nebit? He didn't really talk as well. I mean, you and know, really Bullet Club, promos. yeah, the, the Gaijins rarely cut promos, and if they do, it's really, well, it's more, what's his name? See, Carl Anderson? Carl Anderson, Machine Gun. Yeah, and AJ. Who, and AJ. I mean, AJ barely cuts promos even now, but... Yeah, he's, a, he's not a good talker either. And he's not a good talker either, but, you know, I would say Finn as Prince Devitt didn't really talk all that much. He just really fought like a hellacious son of a bitch when he was in NJPW. Yeah, see, there are two different things. You can talk as normal in a documentary. Yeah. And there's cutting promos. Yeah, there's cutting promos. That's the thing. At this point, yes, of course, Seth is a better promo cutter. And he... Head he and does, shoulders above. Head he and shoulders his, above, man. Is be intentionally bad. Okay. Just to be a good heel. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. So let's uh, let, let's talk about Raw this week. Because I know that's uh, that's what you've been dying to do. Um, first, first on the plate, let's talk about Kane and Ashley from HR. <laughs> Ashley. Ashley. Hey, Ashley. fun fact. Ashley from HR is actually the head. No. She it is. was disproven. Who? Yeah, yung Ashley from HR. It just so happens the name talaga is Ashley from HR. But yeah, they use the Ashley isn't... from HR, but she's, she's not, not the actual, the actual Ashley, Ashley from, from HR. HR. Yeah. Mm, 
So this guy. It was disproven. This yeah. Pro- well, it's kind of sad. That's, that's, there goes the fun fact. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's still kind of cool. It's still kind of cool that they're <laughs> finally pulling this angle. I didn't believe that it was so hot to Ashley from HR. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, Ashley is a looker. It's, it's like, it's like um, what's his name? Kermit's new girlfriend. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, Kermit's I new her name. girlfriend. Um, something from marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember, I remember. Anyway, uh, so, so Kane, uh, Kane is still playing the shtick, right? Where he's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And w- wait, um, what do you think of the whole thing first? Before we talk about... Uh, At yeah. first, I did like it. From last week, yeah? From, yeah, from this mm-hmm. month. At first, last last Monday, I did like it. It was going good, the mind games and all that. And I also loved the uh, this, the head of Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. the, the statue head yeah. of Seth Rollins. But what I hated was the fact that he's going to vie for the world championship. Ah, I would have rather maybe. that he had a henchman. Mm-hmm. Like who? Maybe Seamus, but of course there's there uh, no, but of course they're saving uh, Seamus mm-hmm. for the Money in the Bank contract cash in. But yeah, I, I mean, Kane as a character is still good, but in ring, mm-hmm. he I don't think he's that he's lost going. A step. Yeah, I don't think he's going to put a very very good match with Seth Rollins. Uh, Seth Rollins once mm-hmm. again would have to take a step down. I mean, he'd have to level again. Mm-mm. With an old talent, just like what he did with Sting. With Sting. Uh, what did you think of Sting, brother? Uh, you know, in that match, as, as short as it was, uh, you said you said you thought step, uh, Seth took a step down when he faced Sting. So, what did you really think of Sting? I think Sting gave everything that he could. But, <laughs> but there's, a, no, there's, there's a but. There's, there's a, a but in that there's sentence. That. But I think he's. He's just not up to par with uh, Seth Rollins. Well, just few yet. people are. Few people are on Seth's level right now. I mean, with the exception of, say, a fully healthy Daniel Bryan and maybe Finn, it's hard to match that athleticism. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so, quick thoughts on. Uh, Wait, sidebar. On, on sidebar. Sidebar. Question. Okay. She mentioned that it wasn't, you know, maybe, you know, it wasn't such a good idea to have Kane challenge for the title. Can we live with a non-title storyline right now? Yeah. Yes. I mean, Pwede naman, pero I don't think it makes total sense to not put the title up for grabs. Oh, you know what I mean? No, now that I think about it, parang he doesn't need it. No, yeah. no he doesn't He doesn't need no, no, it. No, no, no. The story doesn't need it. But the thing is, the basis of this title... Okay, if we, if we backtrack, if oh. we backtrack all the way back to Money in the Bank... The proximate cause of this entire reign is still Kane's interference. That's true. Which is one of those, you know, convoluted, let's pull this out of the hat type no, arguments hey, uh, for no for, for, for hey, such sorry. a matchup. Because Continue. Kane, Kane retroactively earned himself a chance by helping him out. Retroactively. Listen, th- hear the logic. Hear the lo- logic. Lo- this loyalty is, award. Loyalty award. Kumbaga. I helped you. So now that we're fighting, you helped him get it? You deserve a chance. No, but something, something along the lines of that. It's convoluted reasoning. It's out of left field, 
But that's the only reason I'm bringing it up. Okay. No, that, that doesn't make as much sense to me because the way I see it is if you, if Kane wants to hit Seth Rollins where it hurts, he goes after the one thing Seth Rollins likes or the one thing he values. And that's the, the one thing that he has left. Okay, thank you for saying that because I was about to ask you why the demon Kane in the first place should be challenging for the champion, Shah. Yeah, see, yun, diba? Um, that's the only thing that Seth Rollins has left. And the authority then, parang, y- yun yung reason behind everything they're doing to Seth Rollins. So, you might as well make it for the championship because it forces Seth Rollins to, to take Kane seriously as a threat. Oh, because um, now that I think about it, we can just do with, you know, Kane's wanting to hurt the guy. But why would Seth fight back? You know what I mean? Like, he could always just run away. If he, if he, it's not for the championship, he's not going to fight back. He'll keep no, running behind you know, mommy and daddy. It and doesn't matter. Say, Kane, the demon Kane will find you wherever you run. He yeah. gonna find you. Yo, he, he gonna, gonna find, find you. But what I don't like with them making it for the championship is that they already know who will win. Ah, that's ah, true. No, that's true. That, that, that that's true. That takes the unpredictability of it. However, oh, however, however, if if and this point is the no, my point, my point, Jabroni, no one's Kane. Jabroni, Kane. But imagine in a world, in a world, in a world. No, not even. In a world where Sting has challenged and now Kane will challenge, that's two, that's two technically senior guys mm-hmm. challenging. Sure. Kane stands the better chance just to ruin Seth's reign right Only now. Only because he's not as old and Only you know, because he's not as old as Sting. And, and this, this makes Seth chase all the way through WrestleMania season. No, I don't think so. But et- etalan, this question I want to throw at you guys. No, I want to throw this question at okay. you guys. Is are we really discounting the possibility of one last championship run for Kane? Because he doesn't no, have a lot of runs left. No, I think that happened. You know, back in 2011. No, I think it could be this one. I it think could there's be. a chance it that he could be. be like a transitional champion. Like uh, he, he he takes the title from Seth only to drop it to someone else. Sheamus. No. I don't Sheamus. think Sheamus. No, probably, no, probably. no, no, no. I don't no. think it's. It could be a cop out. It could be the same Big Show cop out. That Why happened. would you take it off, Seth? Now though, not yeah. now, not not at the next pay per view. Maybe like a, another pay per view down the road. Maybe, yeah, even like just to yeah, um, just to spite Seth, I guess. I actually have uh, an idea in my mind. I don't know if this is going to actually work for WWE, but I don't think that Seth Rollins is going to lose the championship this year. I think it's going to keep it past WrestleMania for 2016. And here's why. Why? They are trying to erase AJ Lee and CM Punk's record on the ah, history books. Okay. They already did it oh, with Nikki Bella and okay. that's just erasing AJ Lee. That's just AJ Lee. Just imagine how how much hate they have for CM Punk. Mm, it's conspiracy theory. The, but the, it has it has it has a basis. It has a basis. Merit, merit. I merit. I don't but know though because that's uh, that's mm, I mean Vince is petty but I don't think he's going to be he's that, that, he's petty, not that petty right now. Not now. Not when ratings are like this. I think it depends on whether CM Punk wins his UFC His first... Fight. F- I was, fuck the fight, man. No, 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 He's, no, he's no, fighting, no. He's fighting no, no, no. pre-show. No, yeah. If he... oh, obviously. No, no. You are not putting CM Punk on the pre-show. Okay. He's fighting what? Kurt second Jerker, match? for sure. Yeah. Kurt, no, not even Kurt and Jerker. Maybe like second, third no, match. No, no, no. But hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, okay. Let's say CM Punk fights his first UFC fight within early first quarter 2016. Hindi ba, wala pa siya sa, no, sa year-end card? No. Okay. Not that I know of. Okay. Well, yeah, he, doesn't, he doesn't have a match lined up, yes. If Punk wins, I think they go for the, the erasure. Kasi, 
what's the count? What's the count right now on and Seth? One eighty-seven, one eighty-eight. Parang ganon. Tayo pa yun eh. Matagal pa to eh. Yeah, the no, record's no, no. four thirty-four. If Punk wins, they go for the Nikki. But if Punk loses, oh, nah. It's a Jabroni naman pala eh. Hmm. You know. I, I think we're, we're thinking too hard. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. it's, 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 I have another sidebar question, though. Does, does this championship reign matter? Or does it... doesn't have to. No, 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 no. Listen to me. Haha. ha <laughs> uh, Does this matter? Or is this championship reign as prestigious if we don't get challengers who are legitimate threats to the title? So, you know, we got Sting, we got Kane. Yeah. They were not... We've had Cena. No, Cena is always a threat to the championship. Uh, we got Sting, we got Kane. Those are two guys who... Legacy, na. Who you see and and think now, okay, they're not going to win the championship. They're here to put Seth Rollins over. Yeah. You had Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, or Randy Orton for sure. No, no way he was going to win that. Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, possible, especially Dean. Mm-hmm. And but they were like the only three credible threats. threats. So, hmm. do you think, or how would you rate the, the rain? rain right now? But are are these are these uh, what in championship defenses now? No, not defenses. The challengers. Yeah, are these uh, lame or lame duck challengers hurting his reign? At this mm. point, at this point, no. Better in the long run, probably yes. Because there, are, um, you, you take a look at the landscape of WWE right now. There aren't a lot of grade A challengers, mm-hmm. there. That's the problem we're facing, right? with with uh, Seth Rollins. Down the road, I think it depends on what the eventual legacies of these people are, mm. right? How how does Dean Ambrose end up being? How does Roman Reigns' career enter, end up uh, or end up turning out? Um, that's that's the only way we can answer that question moving forward, there. But as of right now. It's hard to put an answer to it because, truthfully, there aren't a lot of credible challengers. But these, but do these things matter? Do these? Yes, they and should. No, it's it's a yes and no answer. It's the strength of schedule, isn't it? Strength you know, of schedule. You know, you know, I know what strength of schedule you're talking about. The thing is, now these guys are credible challengers. They had good matches against him. The outcomes not necessarily as great. However. I think that on the basis of holding the U.S. championship and the WWE championship at the same time, already grants this title run merit. Just merit, huh? Just merit. As in, it is noteworthy. Of course. No, it's noteworthy. But then that's that's already one part to the equation. Is he the greatest champion? Not yet. We're not even in that discussion yet. I'm not saying greatest champion. I'm just saying this title reign this was title good. This title reign? No. Good. So far, it's... Not as compelling as it could have been. Yes. Yeah. That's but, what I was asking. Hey, I mean, that's why it's a yes and no answer. It's not as compelling as it could have been, but at the same time, it's still very solid. Okay. Right, right. So let's go back to your Kane. original question, which Kane. is Kane. Right. Like, do we buy it? Do we believe that Kane is not in control? Because I, I still believe that he... Someday you and me. He, no, he, he, he's premeditating this bullshit. And um, it's confusing me because maybe that's the objective for the viewers. Now, you're supposed no, no. to get confused. Yeah, you are supposed to get confused. Because the fact that we're debating on whether this is a work or not, you know, a work work or a shoot work. A shoot work? A work shoot, shoot work. Like if Kane is playing us or if, you know, if we really see through him. No, the no. fact that we're talking about this and discussing it and arguing about it is mission accomplished already. Like yeah. that's one half the battle. Half the equation, yeah. Right, because I, I still have every reason to believe that Kane is working everybody. I think it's 
more compelling if he wasn't, and I still think it's left ambiguous. Patty, any thoughts? Uh, at first, I thought he was confused. I mean, that he doesn't have an idea what's going on. But uh, for the previous episode, last Monday, it seems pretty apparent that he already knows what's going on. So he's in control. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you just you just don't come in into an ambulance in a, in a suit and then just magically come out in the demon suit. But you, he's. Uh, but have you ever seen the mask? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody stop him. No, but do you get it? Do you get the analogy that Rose trying to make in the mask? Yeah. Right. But um, that, that, that's the thing. That's the, that's the thing. The demon, it's it's the split, per, it's the duality. It's the duality. Yeah, we've of established it. that, that yeah. there is a duality. The <laughs> question no. is, is the duality something that, he, that no. Kane is just uh, fabricating to fool us? At this point, at this point, it's not, I don't think... Oh, well, the work, yeah, what do you think? No, because the, the way that I see it is that the duality... Is part charade, part reality for Kane. So it's, you're saying that he no, the know. demon. That's why no, he knows. He's playing a character as corporate Kane, and the demon is in control, and the demon's fucking around with everything. Mm, okay, so you're in their camp. I'm in. I'm in that camp. Okay. But the thing is, now the the fact that he's writing, writing wise, uh, that it has been left ambiguous up to this point, is the only reason I'm interested in this storyline. Just to see how they execute, just how they pull the trigger on this. Yeah. Because there's so many ways that this bullet can be fired. Mm. Uh, You know this. I thought last week that they overplayed their hand, but it turns out they're still playing the Trump card. They're 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 holding the Trump card. They're holding the Trump card. And uh, at this point, I think it's because they're still holding the Trump card that I still believe that it could still be Kane being unaware, that Kane is still the Incredible Hulk and not... Uh, not a not a demonic figure. Not I not the know. guy who's premeditating everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Pulling the strings. I don't have an analogy for that. Okay, I'm going to argue you first. It's possible that he's unaware. Like the first. No. Okay, let's let's enumerate. No, I will. I will acknowledge. Let, let, I will acknowledge <laughs> that, that, that that your that your argument is perfectly Very valid. sound. Yes, yes, I will acknowledge this. But this is me wishing. That, that is not. not the case. Okay. The only the only way that they can completely fuck this up is if they bring in a higher power angle. Not That's it. That's Vince. it. Vin- no, not even Vince. If the Undertaker is somehow involved with this, uh, no, he's not. No, that's that's why. That's why. If somehow they do, because w, knowing WWE, they can fuck this up oh, yeah. so hard. You, you're right. You're right. That's anyway. the thing. No, that's the thing. That's the thing. As long as they don't pull in a higher power thing and they they leave it solely within Kane, yeah, I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine with this storyline. Okay. Yeah, you're right. No, I agree because I agree. it's. It's interesting, it's compelling, and we're talking about it. Yeah. So, uh, what I was going to argue is that first, yung, yung backstage segment when they first meet Ashley the HR. Yeah. Uh, I, you can argue that Kane's quick turn of phrase was a moment of weakness. But how, how can... yung moment of weakness in that turn of phrase was something that can actually lead to something that demon would say. You know what I mean? Napaka fortuitous naman. Yeah, you yeah, know that that He's playing us. No, no, I'm trying. I'm <laughs> he's not playing us. Messing with you, messing with you. Uh, it can happen. No, you're losing control momentarily of, of you know, your, your feelings. Insides, your feelings. Yeah. No, Anger has taken over the yeah. switches in your so, brain. So, then you can. No. So, the, so that, that's actually the biggest, uh, the biggest argument against my argument. Right. 
No, kasi ang lumalabas sa parang, uh, or what I'm trying to get from you is, it's like the, yung subconscious lumalabas. Mm, yun. Right? Um, Extended I, Freudian slip. Yes, exactly. I forgot the psych term for it, aside from Freudian slip. Yung parang the id or, or the ego or some shit. One of those things is coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So one of those things is coming Wasn't out. Wasn't ego the child ego. anyway? No, no, no. Yes. We something. need Anthony for this. Yeah. Anthony. Anthony, please. help us out. Is it id, ego, or super ego? You know, what, Tell what us things? on the comment section. Hindi ba ego yung bata? Anyway. I don't know. Anyway. Basta yung id yung makulit. Last week, uh, when we were talking to Brian Leo, uh, we were we were telling ourselves na sana, yung, sana they didn't blow their load pa, di ba? And they didn't. They didn't blow their load. At, at this point, it doesn't look like that's the case. Um... I don't know where they're gonna go from here. Because mm. there's, you, you can only stretch a storyline like this so far. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, at most, it's probably only gonna last them until Hell in a Cell. Mm. He can't keep pulling this shit forever. Yeah, that's so, true. Um, th- that's that's where my head is at right now. I want to see how they execute it, just because I'm fearful that they also fuck this up. Ken, that's why it would have been better if he didn't know. If he didn't know he was doing this, because it would give him a lot more dramatic tension. And the reason why I'm advocating the fucking mask argument, well, actually, it's not what's happening. Because I'm, what I'm really advocating is the Incredible Hulk argument. But what I really want from the storyline is the mask. I want him to actually be corporate Kane and be aware that whenever he puts on the mask, he transforms into Demon Kane. So that would be also subsequently the Phantom of the Opera? No. No. Not it's just the mask. The so mask. It's just the mask. Just the ma- the- okay, so the power is derived from the mask. The, the power and the split personality is derived from the mask. Because that's where it all began. When Kane returned, the mask was noticeably absent. Uh, but just, I not, now yeah, that I think yeah, about it, I get where Rose is coming from. And that was the red herring. The main, the, main, the main moral dilemma of the mask, or at least in the cartoon, was that Stanley Ipkiss never liked being the mask because it made him a different person. It but he needed guy. to put the mask on. Because he was a- weak as Stanley Ipkiss. Exactly. And corporate Kane is also weak compared to Demon Kane. Mm. But when Demon Kane busts out of that ambulance, he was the most badass character all night. Mm. He fucking fixed his own broken <laughs> leg. Stomping. Mm. Yeah. And I want them to I want them to show Kane in a position where he's gripping, he's grappling with this moral dilemma. Now he wants to play with the he wants to play with, with the fire. Team. No, with the team. <laughs> With the authority, play along as a team player, as corporate Kane. But because Seth is such a little shit, he has, he has to put, to put on place. the mask. He has to put on the mask and put him in his place. But he fire. doesn't want to put on the mask because he wants to be a team player. Player? Yeah. Player. That, that, that would make for a way more compelling storyline than what either of us are arguing. He has a point. How does Kane realize this, though? No. Nah, no. Nah, ito pala yung power ng mask. Like, does well, he, he knows it. Does he come to a realization? So he knows it forever. No, no, no. He has to... So if he knows it, at the end of the day, he's been lucid and aware. He's been putting on the mask and that's why these things yeah. are happening. Yeah. So in a way, he's kind of fooling with fooling people pa rin, to an extent. To, kasi, an, yeah, yeah. to an extent. Because yes, yes. But... when I put on the mask, chaos ensues. Yeah. But he knows that it's bad. But, but, but you know that would need a massive retcon for everything. That's the truth, though. You would, that, need... you would need a massive retcon for everything he did with Daniel Bryan, mm. for everything he did with X Pac. You're right. You're right. Jr. Katie Vick. Jr. Katie Vick. Triple H. All of that shit. You need to massively retcon that shit just to justify what you're saying. That's true. Inyala. Inyala. Thank you for bringing up that caveat. No, but. 
here's a caveat to your caveat. He only, you know, he only, he only lost his balls when he became corporate Kane anyway. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. X-Pac. Corporate Kane. No, no. His, his run with X-Pac, he lost his balls. Oh, yeah. With, with, with Daniel Bryan, too. Mm. Yes. No, you're right. No, I, I agree I'm just, with you. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Concessions Kane. <laughs> lost his balls there. Fuck Concessions Kane. <laughs> no, I, I, I know when Concessions Kane was corporate Kane. No, but that's why. If we're no, talking, I'm if we're talking that, you only you only really retcon it beyond corporate Kane. But if you like take into recent if, history, if, yeah, if they, recent history aside, yeah, your that theory makes sense. But retconning that shit, how are you gonna retcon that shit? Man? <laughs> okay, okay. So you, are we are we good? Are we good with Kane? Yeah, I'm, yeah, done yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm done with Kane. I'm done with Kane. Okay. We're all done with Kane. Let's uh, talk about Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns. That was, that was 20 minutes we talked about Kane. I no. think we haven't talked about him any longer. That's the point. Yeah, that. That, that, is the, that is the coup that they have achieved. Yeah. Yes. That's, to that's make why. Kane this relevant. That's, that's why. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. We have spoken about Kane at length. And this is the longest we've spent on him the entire year. Thank you, Stat Guy Camus. Now, can we talk about Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns? Yes, we can, Stan! Because yeah, that, that was a great main event. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes, you were saying something? That was the only match on last Raw, that uh, on the last episode of Raw, that I was not able to see. So could you walk me through it? Okay. It was a brawl. It was a brawl. Yeah. Because uh, um, what, we what I was expecting from Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns at Battleground is from the opening bell, they're yeah. But if you remember that match, they actually just started locking up yeah. and try, uh, in a test of strength mm. or you know, trading, trading mga, uh, collar and elbow tie-ups, all that shit. It was civil. It was civil, pa. Not really civil, but it's something that just doesn't make sense in a, no, in it a is blood civil. No, no, that, he, that was, civil. It is civil compared to what happened on Monday. Yeah, what happened on Monday was destructive. Like, they just flat out tried to destroy each yeah. other. They took the fight to the crowd. They went through really? tables. Yeah, um, here, this was the ending scene from Raw. Oh, shit. Right? So Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns were laid out splat over the announce table. Ang tanong ko sa'yo, do you think that this is the final battle? No, it shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. Okay. It shouldn't be because this rivalry is, well, two years in the making already, technically. Yeah, you could say that. It's technically. Yeah, more or less two years in the making. More or less two years yeah. in the making. Because it's an offshoot of the Shield versus Wyatt's rivalry from early 2014. And this is quite possibly the best singles permutation we have seen. Yeah, actually. No, well, not really. Was was Wyatt and Dean Ambrose better? Yes. Kind of. I'm hmm. trying to imagine if a Seth Rollins Luke Harper feud would make me happy. I think it would. Would it? But the, not now. It would. Not, no, not not now. now. But like Luke peak Luke Harper, assuming he ever gets to peak Luke Harper versus he Luke Rollins. Peak. He's Harper. not peaking yet. He's not peaking yes, yet. He is. He is not peaked. Eh. But okay, okay, so let's back back to back to the not any more permutations, but back to the fact that this was their best match together. I guess it was fun because, um, like what I said to Mark Henry, it's refreshing. You don't always get a main event like this, especially on Raw, and it just ends with both men beating each other to exhaustion. Like the, Usually someone comes out a winner or usually with somebody gaining the upper hand on the other. But in this case... Nobody stood tall. Nobody stood tall. Um, it, was, it was a great change of pace because... All of the questions are there, and there's no one with a legitimate upper hand. Here's my thing, though. If you're going to challenge someone to the final battle, why would you challenge them to a normal wrestling match? This is, yeah, that's, he has a point. But, okay, you know that shit could end up 
in a double countout. Yeah. So, so why, you know, yeah. why not add a stipulation that makes it the, interesting? The pinakadulo ng blood feuds are usually last man standing. Last man standing, hell in a cell. I quit. I quit. Anything um, big. Anything big, basically. You know, that doesn't end with you getting counted out. Because Maybe you that's the to, point. Now they're setting it up. Now, the, the they're escalating fight. it. Yeah, but, but you marketed this as the last match. Where it, Initially. Where it all ends. Uh... Maybe it's just standard Michael Cole selling. No. No, it was Roman selling. Oh. Yeah, he said at the top of the show. At the top of the show that this is going to be the final battle. But then, you know, when Michael Cole says it enough times. He thinks it's from him. He thinks it's from him. Sorry. My bad. My bad. How how do you feel with Michael Cole having a better body than you? (laughs) (laughs) No, all of us, actually. Yeah. To be fair. The guy is 48. Uh, the guy is 48. I'm 25 right now. I have 23 years to get to where he is. No, we don't even need 23 years to get to where he is. Anyway. Um, uh, you know, was that just supposed to insult me or all of no, us? No, it's all of us, really. Okay. I just wanted to point out how good Michael Cole looked. Or how good his body is right if now. If you haven't you seen it yet. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did, no, you, did you realize that he was actually... Did, he was actually fat. No, no. I mean, no. I mean, like the last weight? time, the last time that we saw him in the ring against Jr. Jerry Lawler. Jerry, Jerry Lawler. No, I it was he was bad. Young. He was. He looks really bad in a singlet. But no, I, I thought he looked, no. you know, sufficiently junky for yeah for a wrestler. Uh, I uh, think... For a commentator at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, our commentary team is not that chunky. No, no, not at all. No, we're yeah. not. Not at all. I mean, your partner, Stan... Anyway... They're, they're doing okay, but, you know, it's still... No, I didn't even know, you know, Michael Cole was undergoing a transformation. Nobody yeah. nobody did. I know yung, yung face just looked a bit more gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. true, that's true. His face just looked a bit more gone. Anyway, uh, going back. So, Bray and Roman Reigns, clearly we're all in agreement that it's not going to end here just yet. Okay. Right? But does... Okay, yeah. my question is, does it end in Hell in a Cell? I think it should. It could. It could. It end. should, yeah. Because that's the thing. They've two years in the making. Two years in the making. They've had. They've involved um, Roman's daughter. They've pulled out decent matches. Oh what happened to Roman's daughter? Yeah, what happened to Roman's daughter? That's another it. thing. That's another thing. She just like disappeared completely after the battleground. Was it no, Battleground? Even before Battleground, pa, like they, they just dropped, they up, just dropped it. They, they brought her for one like episode. One, they brought her up, yeah, for like one week or two weeks, and then they stopped mentioning her. Exactly, and it's weird. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like I, I foresaw it being like Dominic and Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, but it didn't happen that way. I guess Siguro like a problem with like securing children's permits or shit. I don't know. Um, I wish though that something did happen because that's what made it personal for Roman. Eh. Uh, my biggest complaint against Roman Reigns is, has been uh, he's not human enough or he's not relatable enough. But he's getting there. Right. So I, I wish that they'd involve the daughter angle just because people would have appreciated Roman fighting for something concrete, which is his daughter. Yeah. Um, and not yet the championship. Yeah, and, and not yet the championship. I think that's the best part of this feud with Bray Wyatt. It's kept Roman um, not idle, and it's it's kept him in a position where he doesn't have to challenge for the title to be or, relevant. Yeah, and that's that's a nice thing. Um, none of none of the Shield guys, none of the the non Seth Rollins Shield guys, are challenging for the lower tier titles. They're involved in relevant storylines and doing okay with it. Yeah, but that's because you know, they've, they've only been facing uh, the Wyatt family yeah. since Battleground. Like, at this point, would you buy an Ambrose versus Owen storyline for the Intercontinental Championship? Because I would. I would. Right? I would really buy into that because the technical, from a technical standpoint, that's fucking fun. 
that's going to be fucking fun. No, the reason why uh, the reason I brought that up is because Ambrose was never in the Intercontinental Championship picture because it was held by Ryback for a good hundred plus days. But he can't pair up Ryback and Ambrose just yet because mm-hmm. they're both white meat baby faces, pa. Or Ambrose not so much. Ryback, yeah, very yes, much. Ryback, very right? much. But uh, it, it just wasn't going to work out that way. Um, the, the point I was trying to make was there was no space for Ambrose and Reigns in the mid-card title scene in the first place. Mm. Yeah. So that's why they were never in the picture. Um, and, and the question I wanted to lead into was, after Roman Reigns graduates from the Bray Wyatt feud, where does he go? Does he challenge for the U.S. title? Does he challenge for the IC title against uh, Kevin Owens? Um, does he try to go after Rollins again, who he's never really had that one-on-one match against? He never had that one-on-one title feud with Rollins. I don't know. Because at this point, you, you know, at this point, these guys are like all over each other, really. Yeah, it's it's like they're not progressing towards anything concrete. And mm. at the same time, they're not exactly running in circles. But would people revolt if Rol- if Roman Reigns was named the number one contender after Hell If he earned it. If he earned it. If he earned it. If he destroys Wyatt in the cage with some epic spear. Just saying. Something like that. That would make people buy in. Make him exactly. earn it. Patty, let me ask you this. Yeah. Were you one of those who revolted at the 2015 Royal Rumble? Like, how did you when feel Roman when, when Roman won? I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't really care who won the Royal Rumble because I was so behind the champion back then. But ah. what I'm going to tell you is that on the 2014 Royal Rumble, I was one of the most furious fans when Batista won because I really wanted Roman Reigns to win right then okay. because that was when his yeah. momentum was was going fast, was speaking. Uh-huh. Okay. So in 2015, you like, from among, you know, among the participants. But incidentally, she wanted Roman Reigns to win. The At year before. Last, the year. Yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah. Okay. No, because like 2014, it was, that was the Daniel Bryan omission year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Roman but, made sense then. Sure. Roman yeah. made sense then. 2015, Roman made zero sense. Yeah, uh, the, the question I'm trying to get at is, will Roman Reigns as the, the, the top babyface challenger make sense today or in two weeks? No. We have two weeks. We have two weeks. That's the thing. So, okay, okay we're good. He has, to, he has to earn it. He has to earn it. That's the thing. And that's... Um, but there's just so much talent in the roster right now. You wouldn't want Roman Reigns taking up the number one contender spot. I would rather see Cesaro. Yeah. We, we all want to see Cesaro. But at the same time, Cesaro hasn't earned it either. Mm-hmm. He That's, point. Point. That's true. Point. Yeah. point. Now, another thing, just, just so that we can lay out um, just the analogy of Roman Reigns earning it. If, if, you'd, if you'd indulge me just for a second. Okay. ECW first run Tommy Dreamer was Pretty Boy. Okay. Was okay. Pretty Boy White Boy. Sure. Okay. Who was fighting for the company. Who was yeah. just, you know, he kept losing championship opportunities the way that Roman is now and never really had a good, solid long run because he, he had to earn his chances. He had to fight and struggle and earn people's respect before they bought into the Tommy Dreamer that we know now and respect now. I think that if they book Roman Reigns the same way in the fact that 
he wins. He win, He's lost a few already. He's lost a few of the big ones already. If they book him in such a way that he earns the big wins and racks up the the big name opponent wins, and then he earns it, then you can be perfectly fine with him assuming what has been John Cena's number one position as top babyface in the company. Do you think he could earn it with just one match with Bray Not Wyatt? one match. Not one match. I'm not saying it's a one match thing. I'm saying it's he has to go through Bray Wyatt. He needs to go through the who's who on the roster before he earns it. Okay. And it's not as simple. It's not as simple as he beats Bray Wyatt today. He's challenging Seth Rollins tomorrow. All right. Okay. Um, let's move on and talk about the new day. Because uh, it was also very refreshing to see. One of the members of the New Day in Xavier Woods challenging John Cena for the U.S. Championship. Now, um, I, I'm actually a proponent of giving the New Day a mid-card championship. Because no money in the bank when they had Kofi Kingston in the ladder match, I wanted Kofi to win. Mm-hmm. Just, to see, the Just to see the dynamic of having of having Freebird rules. Yeah, Freebird money eh, bank. Because uh, essentially with the tag team championship, they Freebird rules. Yeah. So I, I, I want to see how they would perform if, uh, if, if one of them was either IC champion or US champion. So seeing Xavier Woods fuck with John Cena in the opening match, that was fun. It's I, always yes, fun. It was. I thought it was a lot of fun. What, what did you think about that, Patty? I, I've always found uh, the New Day really fun. Yeah. And I love them taunting John Cena before they even appeared on screen, yeah. the trombone and all that. And what I love most about this is Xavier Woods didn't technically technically just job for John Cena. He gave him a fight. Uh-huh. And that's something that you would want because when you see John Cena coming out and giving an open challenge, usually, it, I mean, you already know that the opponent's going to lose. What makes Sorry. up for it is the quality of the match. And what Xavier Woods and um, John Cena gave that night was uh, was a solid match. It was good. No, You know what? I, I, I'm getting the impression because um, maybe it's because you've got this impression that every opponent John Cena faces, he eventually beats, right? Except for Neville. I, I actually thought he was going to beat John Cena back then, but no. Okay. It, no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to understand yung ano may, like where, where you were coming <laughs> from. You're just coming from a place where John Cena will always beat that guy. But the, the point of the open challenge is we all know Cena's gonna lose, uh, Cena's gonna <laughs> win, but we also know that whoever comes out to face him gets his 15 minutes of shine. Yeah. It happened with Woods, it happened with Neville, it happened with uh, Sami Sam Zayn, right? And it, uh, Cesaro, but he got like two back to back matches out of it. The, the point is um, do we want to see the New Day in that spot when they could, um, when they could still be feuding with the Dudley Boys? Because for me, it became, it became interesting how the Dudley Boys inserted themselves into that picture and we got that little six man tag team match. It's not yung prototypical that, oh, there are baby faces and they have, problem with, they have a problem with these heels. Let's put them all together in a tag team match, hala hala. It's very different how they went about it this week. So for me, that's a good thing because it encourages you creative to get creative with their storytelling. Kailangan talaga may hala hala, no? Yeah. No, because it, I mean, it's a, it's a Teddy Long booking yeah. dream yeah. to have those tag teams running the, the ship. Right, right. Uh, Ro, what do you think? Well, what about the Black Shield part? <laughs> Black Shield. <laughs> Tell me you did not just go there. You the Black Shield. Just... You wanted them to be the Black Shield. Tag team champions and the US champion. Anyway. So, so but, what do you, but, oh, what do you think not, about them inserting so themselves bad. in like a, a mid-card title feud? It was not them inserting themselves into a mid-card title feud. It was them reinforcing the tag team championship feud. It just All, all, it, all it told us was, was that they had nothing for Cena right now. 
Wala pa siyang plana for Cena. Wala pa siyang bagong feud. Mm-hmm. So, it wasn't really, you know, there was no mid-card title feud. I don't think it is a mid-card title feud. I think it's just, you know, Cena is giving off a rub to a mid-card feud that needed it. Well, actually, did not need it, actually, when you think about it. But who would you peg as the next Cena challenger at this point? Because assuming lang that the new you know day what? isn't done with, with Cena. Uh, at this point, just give it back to Cesaro. Yeah, I think so, too. Mm. Would it make sense, ba? Like no. to give it to give Cesaro uh, to put him back? Right now, he's a non-entity. Yeah, diba? To, to just revive a, him and then put him in a storyline with Cena. That's the thing about the U.S. Open Challenge. Uh, U.S. Open Challenge. It's supposed to feel spontaneous. No, no. What? It's it's an opportunity for anyone, for even creative, to re- revive something without having to make excuses for it. What about Heath Slater? Because there, there were oh. backstage rumors going around and there was a Facebook uh, announcement by WWE uh, the night before Raw that Heath Slater was actually preparing himself to answer the John Cena Open Challenge. Would you buy Heath Slater as a challenger right now, Patty? Why? Why wouldn't you? Buy him as, a, as an actual threat to the championship? Yeah, as, as a threat, as someone who might actually beat oh, Cena. No. Let's assume Let's no, assume no. that the moment he comes out, Cena gives him a 15-minute match, like every other guy who's answered the Wait, Open that, Challenge. Wait, that is not a name. That's not a debatable question. Because anyone can challenge for the championship. That's the whole point of the thing. K-Fabe yeah. or not. Right, but like... Because the the suspense kasi, comes from who's gonna come out, oh. So like we mark out, oh shit, it's Neville. Oh shit, it's Sami Zayn. If it's Heath Slater, how would you react? I think that's the be- that's the better phrasing mm. of the question. Like, would you, would it be something that would please you? Something that would piss you off? I don't know. It's I, I think it would just be a match that is all in good fun. So like, it's not something you take seriously now. Oh shit, yeah. you know, this is like a star making performance for Slater. It's not. Okay. Because for me, I would actually like that to happen with Heath, Sl- uh, Heath Slater. Um, I think I read this from Brandon Stroud. Now, Heath Slater goes on an epic streak where he tries to challenge, but he always gets the rug pulled up from under him. Yeah. So either Nanduna someone beats him up, so we can you know have this little parang view then of, of backstage right before the open challenge. Uh. He tries to get ready before his music plays, someone takes it from him or someone beats him up. That in itself is star making. Yes, exactly. Because what, when Heath Slater finally gets his opportunity, people have been invested in him now. Mm. Naawa na sila kay Heath Slater. So when he gets it, whether or not he actually wins the match, the, the, uh, the mere fact that he gets it, that he gets to play his music and come out, you have a, you have a new star right there. This is yeah. Tomaki Honma. That in is Honma booking. But, you know... But Honma actually star. gets a match. <laughs> no, but seriously, that's exactly why Honma is so beloved. Because... That's exactly your assumption with him. That is like, oh, he's gonna lose. He's gonna lose. And then the final, the, the second he hits a kokeshi, people mark out. If they translate that to Heath Slater, yeah, it's it's just about the same reason for wanting to like Honma, because you see this guy who's just so pitiful, mm-hmm. and then you give him you give him an opportunity even to have a good match, and he has a good match. He's uh, he's uh, he's actually hit your minimum expectations, but because you've delayed the gratification so long, it works. It's gold, and from there, Heath Slater can become like a regular roster member, not a jabroni, jobber necessarily, but he can be he can be a solid guy again. That's where I think magkakaybatay ng opinion, kasi 
with Cesaro, we thought that his star-making moment with Cena would propel him to like number one contender status or at least an IC title run. In and a perfect it, it, world, it, in it, a perfect it world, have. it should have. Yeah, just I was about to say that that in an idealistic, logical, logical ranked world where you know the wins matter, where the wins matter and the performances matter, that's what would have happened. Yeah, but that's not what happened. That's not what happened. Yeah. I mean, look at him now. But the thing is, he's not beyond salvation. No one is beyond salvation. Hmm. Just ask the hurricane. <laughs> actually, that's 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 actually true. Okay, there's a bunch of other stuff that uh, we might want to talk about on Raw. Um, do you guys want to talk about Barrett's return or the Divas or, or yeah, Barrett's side? Uh, big show. Divas. Divas, Divas, or the Rusev storyline? Is that? No, 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 no. Oh, I have a question oh, for the Rusev storyline. Yeah, go, go, go. Where the right hell right. is Lana? Oh, she's, oh, she's injured. injured. She, really? Yeah, she's like yes. damaged her arm. Wrist injury. There, wrist. She has a wrist injury, so that's why she's been out of action for quite some time. But her oh, Instagram is. No, you should know. She's injured. Yeah. And her Instagram, really fun to check out. Thanks, Camus. Uh, Just saying. I will say this about the Divas. It was still so bad. And that is all we will say about the Divas it's tonight. It's still so petty. Guys, let's, let's move on. Okay. And, uh, NXT? Yeah, sure. Uh, let's, let's talk about NXT. Let's run through the card for NXT TakeOver. I actually got to see the NXT episode uh, this afternoon. So um, well, I, I had some fun watching it. The, uh, you might want to watch out for Apollo Crews' match against Johnny Gargano. I Ooh, enjoyed it. he fights Gargano this week. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty enjoyable. Yeah. Indie stars. Um, since you haven't seen NXT, I can't mark out or, um, or even talk about with any any of you yeah, right now. Let's just predict the next. Let's just yeah, predict so let's the card. Predict, let's let's predict, predict the, the card, card for Takeover Respect. It's happening next week. So let's start off with Apollo Cruz versus Tyler Breeze, which mo- Apollo Cruz is most likely going to win. Hopefully, or unless Tyler Breeze actually gets a win this time, then they throw him a bone. I don't know. Apollo Cruz is due for a loss. No, Apollo he's Cruz, not. No, he is not due. How for many a loss. how many matches has he had? What happened five? Ten? Has he, yeah, had, what no, happened has he had five? Has he had five? Probably not. Okay. He's not due for a loss, but I don't think. But a, a, loss a loss would, would establish a loss wouldn't be bad. That's what. Yeah. I think that's what I meant to say. That it's more like if he loses here and it progresses a storyline with Breeze, fine and good. Actually, yes. Yeah. But Breeze needs that, to win. That's a good blood feud in the making. That's a nice blood feud. That would be a compelling blood feud. Nico Rose. So. Would you predict Cruz or Breeze to win? It's easy to say that Cruz is going to win. Because, uh, you know, he's a new guy. Yeah. And you need to push the new guy. Right. But uh, I kind of want to see him lose. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because he's relying on pure talent at this point. And at this point, you see you see Tyler Breeze as his dude who has been around. So there's no reason for him to not be a veteran mm-hmm. who doesn't know his shit. I, I, I'm not sure if anybody sees that far down the road, like the yung, yung scenario that Camus pictured. So I think they're still just trying to put Cruz over by giving him a win over an established bet like Breeze. Um, are you familiar with these guys, Patty? Uh, yes. You are? Yes, and okay. I think Apollo Cruz is going to win too. Okay. But can I, can I just like last case for Tyler Breeze? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's not going to change my argument. But I'm go not, ahead. No, no, I know, I know. Tyler Breeze has lost, I think, the past four Four pay-per-views, yeah. past four takeovers that he's been on. Sure. So it's kind of been a while since he's gotten a big-name win. Okay. This might be... It's, I mean, Apollo Cruz is not... 
Neville or Finn Balor, but it's still somebody who's up and coming that he could use a win against if they're gonna pull him up soon. Look, I'll be honest. I I'm still against the yung, yung notion that Tyler Breeze is all that he deserves to be called up right now. Because no, but that's, 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 that's the only next step for him. Eh? What's what what is he gonna do on? Okay. I'd rather see Tyler Breeze be a mid-carder in, in NXT where he gets sufficient time rather than be the next Adam Rose yes. on the main roster. That's true, but I think he deserves at least a shot. Not necessarily a call-up, but a shot on the roster because he already had he had one match. No, had one match. no, I disagree with this. Because he had a shot now in NXT. That's your proving ground. The reason why Kevin Owens is called up so fast is because he proved that he could hang with the best of them. Yo, if no one is chanting for you, well, people are chanting for Tyler Breeze, but it if no gorgeous. one's, you know, I don't, if people are still doubting you down there, why would you go up there? That's also the reason why Enzo and Cass aren't on the main roster just yet. Because Enzo and Cass... No, but Enzo, okay, here's the thing. Enzo and Cass haven't had the serious title contention run yet. Breeze they had, had the tag team championship run. No, no, they didn't. No, no, they haven't had a run with the titles. Okay, that's what I meant to say. Breeze had his contendership run, sure, where we took him credibly, and then they inserted the fatal four-way option, and he got lost in the mix. Yes, <laughs> yes. The only reason yes. he got lost in the mix is because there were other people who were more worthy of being the guy. Point. Point. Right. Uh, let's move. Let's move next. Okay. Match. I can see. Okay. Next match. I can see. What's in then? Asuka versus Dana Brooke. <laughs> this is this is easy. Asuka's winning this. Oh yeah, of course. Debut match. Yeah, debut match. Oh no man. I mean, the grid says it all, dude. Yeah, there's yeah. no there's no shenanigans here. Or there, there were there may be attempted shenanigans, but she still wins. What do you think, Patty? What do you think about the Asuka character? I want to get your thoughts on her. Oh, I... if you, have you seen her? No, I haven't. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. We appreciate your candor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now uh, the uh, so Asuka is this uh, Japanese Japanese signee. A Japanese lady who they signed to a contract. It was her style. Strong. Strong. <laughs> Strong. Really? Strong. Yes. She, she hits hard. She is a, a badass of a woman. She, she can kick you in the head and concuss you. But, you know, like don't take our word for it. Don't take our word for it. Like, Watch her independent matches on the internet. Yeah. All right, later. I, okay. I, think, uh, I think our boy Lance from Smart Henry is going to be featuring her very, very soon. Okay. On Cafe Puro? Yes. Oh, yes. Every Monday. Every, Every Monday. Monday. On, on smarthenry.ph. Okay. Uh, yeah, you have three matches from the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. First off, in the semifinal bracket, Jason Jordan or JJ, as he wants to be called. Wait, now. wait, wait. wait. Ganas, uh, respect. Yeah, it's, yes. yes, it's not done yet. No, it's, it's not, not done, done yet. yet. Right. So they're gonna they're gonna have the concluding matches on the show. So semifinal, semifinal, the finals, all on the show. Okay. Okay. So JJ and Chad Gable versus Baron Corbin and Rhino. I'm putting my money on JJ. And oh, no man. Shoot Nation. Shoot man. Nation, Gagu. The, uh, are, are you familiar with them? No, only Baron Corbin and Rhino. Okay. So, um, if you remember the world's greatest tag team from the early 2000s, this is Jordan and Gable, version this 2015. This version 2. Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas. Athletic oh, okay. black and white yeah. guy. Yeah. We're going to go awesome. there, but okay. Yeah, but so they're, they're really athletic. They're good am- uh, they've got a yeah. good amateur wrestling background. and you know, oh, only, the, only the roles are reversed this time. Yeah, only the roles are reversed. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, oh. J- Gable is a Shelton. Ah, and Jason is this the house. Is <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, that makes sense. In the other side of the uh, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic bracket, uh, the mechanics, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder, take on Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. I think Joe and Mr. No. Demon 
lose here. No, 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 no. I, no I really think they do no, it not, before. Nah. No, they lose in the final. Yes. And that's when do Joe they, turns okay. on Finn. Or that's do when they, Finn turns on Joe. Because I think if they lose in the finals, that takes away from... Wait, hear me out. Are you saying the finals of the Dusty Classic <laughs> are... the mechanics versus Jordan and Gable. That's bullshit, bro. It's plausible. No. No. But which promoter... You, you would do that as a promoter. No, I wouldn't. I would... I would... You would take wait, out wait, your pause, two pause, biggest pause. stars... Pause, 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 ...before pause. the main event. Pause, pause. Pause. Okay. The Dusty Classic is not main eventing. I know. Sure. Because the no, Iron Woman match Because the Iron is Woman match is... Com- if you pull... If you pull the loss early in the show so that it doesn't take away the momentum from the finale... It's that's never only, gonna... That's the only reason. No, that's not. the only reason. It's never gonna take away the momentum from the finale. Bro, what e are you running? <laughs> the surprise I ran an e This is wrong. <laughs> no, but ima- just imagine. Just imagine. They pull the ending early. The turn... The turn... Early. Wait, hold on. After the finals of the tag team classic, what goes on? Um, nakasulit lang uh, Dusty Classic, Dusty Classic, Dusty Classic, singles match, singles match, and then Iron Woman. Hindi siya yung, hindi pa siya naka-schedule. Hindi siya naka-order. What is this singles? <laughs> si Vacan versus Vacan? Singles. Apollo versus Breeze, tsaka Asuka versus Dana Brooke. I really think, I just really Why would you do this? It, yeah, no, dude, it doesn't make sense. Kasi... Napaka underwhelming ng finals if the mechanics are in the fucking finals. I mean, hey, I mean, but the mechanics, the mechanics have worked their asses off. That's the thing. But yes, but seriously, so have so did Dean Malenko. So did the hype bros. The hype bros so did Lance fucking Storm. Oh, the last one worked his ass I'm off. I'm just saying, if Perry trying, if Saturn worked his ass if off. If they're gonna try and establish a new tag team as a credible threat, oh, which they have done they with do, Shoot Nation. With Shoot Nation. And they promote the mechanics into that spot of serious title contender. That's the moment. Why? Wait, hold on. I, I, I'm, I, pulling, I'm pulling. I'm, I know it sounds left field. As <laughs> I know it sounds out of left field. Your your reasoning is perfectly sound, <laughs> but I am not crazy. Yes, you are. Tell me you're not being contrarian just for the I sake of being contrarian. I am not. I am not. Because if they pull the swerve early... Why? No. If they pull I the don't sw- give a shit what, if they pull the swerve early. The main question is, why would I put the mechanics in that spot? Yeah. Trying to establish the mechanics as a series. Why? Threat. I already have Shoot Nation. Yeah. And people like Shoot Nation even more. And even if it's not the mechanics, or even if it's not Shoot Nation... Siguro ho Enzo Cas pwede pa. Yeah. Pero, or the VOD villains. But they eliminated them in round two. Point. So, no. Th- 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 no. <laughs> that is not, no, that is not it's, big, okay, okay. no, that is not big money promoting. That's, it's not, it's not. It's a, here, just to seal the argument to put the nail on the coffin, if the if the big picture goal is to establish Jordan and Gable as the next tag team, <laughs> the next great tag team. That's true. Right? If that's the goal, and we, we kind of agree that that's the goal, yeah. it doesn't make sense... To give them the win against the mechanics in the finals. Napaka underwhelming nun. It's like saying that the Philippines is going to win the FIBA Asia Championship by beating uh, India. But Hong, Kong, India Hong, Hong, Kong, Kong, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. In the finals. Parang, yeah, sure, we, we won the championship, but it doesn't put us over as the best Asian team because we didn't beat Iran. Yeah, because, you know, we beat Hong Kong by like 50. Yeah. It's like saying that the Golden State Warriors beat the Charlotte Hornets to win the NBA championship. In what universe is exactly? No, okay, no, no, no. That's okay. the point. My, my, the way that I see it is that just, 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 just this. 
I am okay. I know I am crazy, but I can't is, believe we're still pushing this. No. Okay, no, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna end it with this. I'm gonna end with this. If you have two up and coming tag teams in that final versus having this, the predictable, the predictable turn happen there. Oh. Why it, would you? I know. I know. I've. We've. We've heard it. We've heard it. We've heard you say it. I'm just saying. It establishes both teams. Oh, That's the thing. It could be. It could be. That's the only way I'm seeing it go down that way. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I will stop there. I will stop there. There's still so again, many ways we could argue this. It's like, fuck it. Yeah, again, that's, why. Again, I'm, I'm, that's why. At the same time, again, I know I would only you... I would only agree with you if the other team was like Enzo and Cass. Or the VOD villains. Even Blake and Murphy. Yeah. But in there. Sorry, okay. Camus. Okay. No, no. This is fine. But the it's mechanics. Fine. But if it happens, I'm fucking pulling this shit on you guys and beating it. Sure. Be yeah, by yeah. all means. By all means. No, you know Next what? Week. Let's put money on the table. Okay. If your scenario comes true, we'll fucking pay you. We'll fucking buy you a round and dinner. Okay. Round and dinner? Round and dinner is a little excessive. Oh, all right. <laughs> Around, I'll, I'll buy you around. I'll, I'll put around on the table. Jesus, man! I'll put around on the Are table. Are you that desperate to be proven right? No, I'm not. I just want to drink. I need an excuse to drink. At I this need point. to win a bet to have a drink. At this point, yes. <laughs> Damn it, Thomas! Can fucking buy brew kettle in a can now. Hey, brew kettle. Tastes so good. Tiny brew kettle. Brew kettle. Oh, Nick, that's the cafe puro muna. Fucking using their name on the site. Anyway, uh, let's finish this up, the predictions. Uh, Bailey versus Sasha Banks. Bailey. 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 Yeah, they said it for us. Bailey. No arguments. Oh, that's you know someone has to go back to the main roster. Yeah, someone has to be demoted again. <laughs> okay. And but I, I, I predict this going. Thirty minutes, of course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Thomas. Go on. Is go it on. weird though that we've seen? You know, a 30-minute Iron Man match yeah. on PWR Revolution X. Uh-huh. And then a certain company goes and does a 30-minute Iron Man match. How about the fact that we saw a masked wrestler at PWR Live hold the championship, and then mere weeks later, a masked wrestler <laughs> from the depths of hell comes out and holds the world championship? That's true. Uh, we're not mocking you. Wait. What? Yeah, but this is not about you, guys. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm just thinking. I'm thinking of another thing to add to the two things you just said. You don't have to. In this case, the rule of threes, you know, doesn't have to be complete. That's why I was looking for the third. I was like, wait, wait. There's something. Hmm. No, this is just a segue for us to talk about Renaissance. I know, uh, I know. Because this is what Patty's here for. Yeah. So, this so the main event. Patty, yeah. yeah, this is the this main is event. the main event of our conversation. PWR Renaissance happened last week, last Saturday. How many shows have you watched about from PWR? Because uh, Ro has been talking to you about like before yeah. you, you joined us. So, um, for everyone to know. How long have you been watching PWR? It's going to be unforgivable when I say how no, long. No, no, no. no, no. Right ahead. But, okay. The, the, if, if, no, no, we've been. Well, PWR has only been around for a year yeah. uh, since last Saturday, so it's not a forgi- It's not unforgivable. If we were around for five years, sure. Started at PWR Live. Okay. 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 No problem. So that was your first show. How did how did yeah. you hear about PWR? Actually, I've already known of PWR since last year. It's mm-hmm. just that I was still at school and I was doing my OJT and I was busy and all that. But I've already known of PWR since its first renaissance. Okay. So how come? Ano, hindi ka until last August. Uh, like I said, I was still at school. I was very school. busy. Okay. Stay in school, kids. Okay, that's fair. That's good. You're setting a good example for our other listeners who are still in school, which, by the way, we do have. We have listeners who are still in school. Mm-hmm. So kind stay of, in school. Yeah, it's kind of weird to know that. Keep but, those know. grades up. Yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, you've seen two shows. What do you think about the product? Yeah, I don't know. What, what was your initial... Or Wait, how did you first hear about it? 
When in Manila. Ah, okay. Thank from, you, from Martin Vicencia. Yeah. Our, our, our buddy Martin Vicencia. So, uh, Martin's been writing about us since, like, Renaissance and last how year. Did, how did you feel about, or when you, when you found out that, oh, there is Philippine wrestling? Like, this shit wrestling. is real. At first, when I came to PWR Live, I was not expecting a, a, you know, a very good quality uh, show. I, I was thinking they're they're still re- you're still relatively new. Yes. Yeah, and in the back of my mind, uh, they've the athletes here have been training for maybe just at least a year yeah. or or two yes. even. And I don't expect someone to be as to be as polished. That's true. In in just a year. Buti ka pa. Buti ka pa. Ganun yung expectations mo. No, you kept it real. Yeah. Because yeah. other people are, are expecting, expecting WWE. WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yo, guys. No, so thank you. Yeah. Uh, from, from the bottom of my heart and on behalf of the PWR yeah. boys and girls, thank you for having reasonable expectations of the product. Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, it, PWR exceeded expectations. So, no, no expectations. Well. Yeah, okay, well, so when you came back, <laughs> what were your expectations and what was the reality for you? Well, expectations are, of course, uh, WWE type of matches or quality of matches. But you said that you know you know you came in and knowing that they were at training for around a year, a little under a year for some. Oh people. yeah, just just amateur ma- ma- matches. Like I can't really say indie because indie is very good, but you know I just I. No, that's no, that's no, not that's what indie means to say. Yeah. But anyway, moving on. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I wasn't expecting high flyers. I wasn't expecting jumps from the top from the top rope and I wasn't expecting the uh, timing to be in, to be good you know I was expecting it to be a little bit messy okay but which it still really? is actually to be fair to be perfectly fair to ourselves which still is at times yeah, yeah I mean like for, for one thing we know that some of our matches take a little bit too long then right? mm-hmm. and like you know you, you kind of feel it like as a viewer uh, when you're like oh hindi pa you know what I mean which yeah. is why which is why the crowd chant tapusin has caught on I don't think they're chanting yeah. that for that reason. Yeah. I think they're just chanting it because they're getting like ghost fighter vibes and shit. You yeah, know what I mean? And, and they know when the finish is coming. Anyway. Yeah. But there was one match in Renaissance that really dragged on for a little too long that we were just dreading oh, it okay. to no, finish. No, no, no. Wait, let's, let's talk about it. Yeah, so, let's talk about which this. one was that? You don't you. have a guess? No, no, no. You. No, uh, you well, it's, come it's from your, you. Yeah, because you are the fan who and watched the from the stands. It was Mayhem Brannigan versus pa- Chris Panzer. Okay. So why did you think that it went too long? Or Again, we don't want to give our, our take because we're part of the product. So may bias kami. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we wanted to come from you because um, you're, you're the one who comes voice. in as the reviewer. Yeah, it, I think it, they were having fun at first. And that mm-hmm. was good to watch. Right. It was good sport. Right. But then they just kept missing each other and just it felt like they were just playing around the ring. Oh. For a little too for a little too long. Okay. Did it affect the way that you enjoyed the match? Or did you enjoy the match nonetheless? Or did it affect the way you viewed it afterward? I think it was my least favorite match. Ah. From the show. Yes. I, I just it just didn't feel like they were taking it very seriously. And to think that they were vying for a championship. So Okay. No, that's that, fair. Yeah, yeah it's a, that's I guess it's a fair assessment. Um, as for the other matches, which match did you enjoy the most? I mean, okay, so least is Mayhem Panzer. Which one did you enjoy the most? The Bitch Killer oh, of versus of course. the Jack of All Trades. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Who doesn't yeah. love a good hard What was your favorite weapon used during that match? 
Please don't say sitaw. Hindi mo na nakita eh. Sitaw. Sitaw. And mungo. And the mungo. <laughs> no, no, dude, my cousin was at the show. Okay. And he was marking out about the sitaw and mungo. He was telling my aunties and uncles, like, at the dinner table last Tuesday, oh, yeah, they were using sitaw and mungo. It was so creative. La, la, la. And the guy set his hand on fire. <laughs> oh, that was, that was a mark out moment. Oh, my God. Bombay is crazy. Bombay, yeah. okay. I just have to say this. I just have to say this. Well, we're on the topic of that match. Mm. Bombay Suarez, if you're listening to the podcast today, you are one crazy motherfucker. I've told him that in several occasions. You are occasions. one crazy motherfucker. Several occasions. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean we've, we've, a lot of us have said, that, oh you, my dude. God, <laughs> you are a crazy motherfucker. Thank you for being on the roster and entertaining us. Okay. Going back to Patty on the podcast. Um, so what else did you think about the show? Like, were there, um, what, what else what did you other, think were good? What yeah, else yeah. did you think were not so good? Things we could improve on? This is your time. you would want to focus more on oh wait for a moment i would like to ask who do you think would be the next number one contender for the championship we, uh, which, PWR which championship PWR yeah PHX. we do not know yeah we don't know e- wait aren't you supposed to know <laughs> not yet not yet kayfabe mr c is supposed to know but you know we're, we're trying to be real uh, okay. shoot, we're, we're, we're going we're shoot shooting ski. we're shooting okay. yeah, we're going shoot ski. Because I have a frustration okay. for, or on behalf, maybe, of one PWR superstar, and Cute. that is, damn, I forgot his real name, the, the Jag of the Royal Flesh, I forgot. John Sebastian. Sebastian. Yeah, John Sebastian, that's it. I'm frustrated because he was the one who always supported uh, classical Brian Leo. Yeah. He's, uh, he's the reason, no, he's one of the reasons he's kept the championship for a long time now. And he's also the reason why Ken Warren is now the uh, PHX champion. Mm-hmm. And it, and I find it unfair for him that he's not holding any gold. Ah. Are you saying Are you saying that John Sebastian is the cane? <laughs> Actually, he's the jack of all trades, right? Yes. But there comes a time that a jack of all trades would want to be a master of something. Okay. All right, right. Oh, so okay, let, okay, let's okay. put you let, for a moment. No, let's no, let no, you inside. Yeah, let's, let, for a moment, let's let you inside the PWR universe. You're speaking to Mr. C. How do you convince Mr. C that John Sebastian deserves an opportunity? At any championship, winning winning record, Actually, no. This is this is for Patty to oh, do. Fine, okay. fine. Sorry. How do you convince Mr. Coaching. C? Well, Mr. C, <laughs> you would have to give John Sebastian a chance because your champions right now, both Ken Warren and classical Brian Leo, wouldn't be holding any gold if not for John Sebastian. But I have a question. No, 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 please finish. Finish your thought. Yeah, please finish. No, I'm already finished. Go on. Okay, Okay, you're finished. All right. If John Sebastian gets a championship shot against Brian Leo, how will that match go down? Yeah, because only two things will happen. So either you get the finger poke of doom, or you get John Sebastian you, turning on the Royal Flush. You get like yeah. you know. And this is this is very early for a rush. F- you get you get for a flush royal uh, for the, uh, royal flush breakup. Oh no no, and, no and, maybe and, it would be I, like I, you know. I don't see I don't see John Sebastian harboring any ill will towards. Casco no, may, or maybe it's maybe it's gonna be like Carl uh, Anderson versus Doc Gallows. You know they're in both G1 friends. Climb, yeah, but, yeah. but that's that's in a G one climax situation. That isn't that isn't like this where it's straight up one on one. You technically have earned it, but at the same time you have to face your stable leader. That's no, true. what I actually That's had the thing. In, go, yeah, go. what I actually had in mind was that he was actually going to turn on the flush. Ah. 
Yes. But the flush is been is right now stronger than it has ever been. They are now complete four. Didn't you think that about the shield before they broke up? Hmm. <laughs> you're you're yeah. <laughs> She's right. She's right. But the thing is, I don't see Seth had his reasons. Seth had an external reason. So what John Sebastian, the external reason is the championship. Yeah. That's enough motivation for him. He hasn't expressed enough championship intentions yet. Eh? So are you saying that John Sebastian no, doesn't look past no. his tasks, that he doesn't see the bigger end game, that there could be a championship dangling I, over his head? I don't know. If we're, if we're talking, we're talking, um, we're talking in theory. We're talking in theory. I'd rather see John Sebastian cut some weight and go for PHX first, so that the flush holds all the championships, rather than him having to go after Leo. It's a Batista situation, Royal Rumble 08? Oh, yeah, 08? Sure, sure. Something like that. No, but the thing is... Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, classical, five, oh, five, oh, 05, there you go. Classical Brian Leo wants Ken Warren into the flush. So if ever John yeah, okay, Sebastian if... would leave... Oh. There's there's an opening for him. We're fantasy then, booking now. We're fantasy yeah, booking now. Yeah, and the Royal Flush would then still have all the gold. Okay. Makes so, sense? So, um, in a nutshell, you want John Sebastian to be a contender for a championship. Without mm, being part without of the being flush. part of the Flush? Yes, but mostly I want him to realize that he could actually be the king instead of being just the jack. So, nananawagan kang yun kay John Sebastian. John Sebastian, we know you listen to this podcast. Well, yeah, I see his worth, and it would be so yeah. great if he would realize it too and go for the championship. So, can, uh, can we make Sebastian, a fair assumption? May fanega. <laughs> that John Sebastian is your favorite PWR star. May fanega dito. <laughs> I guess so for now, yeah. Okay. Okay. We got her to admit it. John Sebastian is your favorite star. Okay. Um, what else did you notice about the I show? I guess I guess she told us so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So what what else did you notice about the show na gusto mong punahin, whether on a good on a good note or a not so good note? Was there anything else that stood out? Like maybe uh, anything you want to talk about? Yeah, anything you want to talk about? No, not really. I just my only concern was that uh, was about John Sebastian and the Chris Panzer Mayhem Brannigan okay. match going okay. on. What do you think of the main event? The mm. main event. Triple threat. Triple threat match. It was it was okay. okay. I, I I didn't think that it in my mind it wasn't the main event. Okay. What was the main event for you? I then? think I'm guessing it would be the hardcore match. The hardcore yeah. match. Okay. Um, one last question then before we let you go and before we wrap this baby up. What did you, what did you think of Mark D. Manalo and his actions? Or how did you feel about Mark D. Manalo by the end of the night? He was a rebel without a cause. He has a cause. So. <laughs> Bakit yes, ano? No, he has no, okay. no, 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 because he's fighting for for just a friend. It's so shallow. It's it's, wow. it's it, I, I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. I, the point is he was. Okay, I'll defend. I'll defend him later. But go on, go on. I feel like a lot of PWR stars now hate me. No, 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 no. Not that, not that, not that. Why would they hate you? You're coming from an honest place that oh, is not offensive. Yeah. They, You're talking about the story. This is how you feel about the story. So oh, go ahead. Go ahead. The story is supposed to make you feel things. And, and we're just you asking you how things. you feel. Yeah. Okay. First, let me clarify this. 
he was re- rebelling. Was it because of what Apocalypse did to Kanto Terror? Or was it because Apocalypse got a chance or a shot to championship? Okay. okay point, my point. point, my point, point. Right. So, hindi mo gets bad sa nagwawala? Yes. Exactly, but why, exactly why siya nagwawala? Oh. Yes, and if, if he is uh, rebelling against the fact that uh, the apocalypse attacked Canto Terror last PWR Live, then it just seems so shallow. It's like a kindergarten feud or... You get what I mean? Fighting for a friend. And so, I don't know. I'm so sorry. Not sure, I'm not sure you I want this girl to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to defend. I'm going to defend friend of the podcast, Mark DiManalo, oh, yeah, sure. in, our, in yeah. our picks of the week, which we should be getting to in a bit. But, yeah, okay, see. you know, t- say your piece. Say your piece. Yeah, and if uh, and if he's fighting for the fact that why did the apocalypse get a chance and not what? Not him? Mm-hmm. Or no, in general. Why he got a chance in general? Well, because as Mr. C said on the show, the apocalypse showed his intentions. He he made it clear that he deserved to be in the championship picture. He did something compelling. What did Dimana, What did Mark Dimanalo do? Damn. Okay. Funny, Mr. C. I have nothing to say, man. I mean, you know. Okay. So I think we found you a secretary. I like <laughs> PWR Live. We're good. At PWR Renaissance. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Right. Picks of the week. Let's go to picks of the week then. Picks of the week. No, I thought No, I because I want to talk. I want my pick of the week this week is actually the Mark Di Manalo Mister Seep segment. Okay. Because as what a much dick as this guy is, no, 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 this no, guy no. is a dick. No, no, no. <laughs> this the, the guy that we are looking at right now is Stan Lisi. Yes. We're not talking about Mr. C. We're talking about Mr. C, the character right now. Mr. C is a fucking dick. The character has devolved into a straight-up heel after what he did to Mark Di Manalo. And you know what? Mark Di Manalo, if you're listening to the podcast, promo work, on point. On point. And the thing is, he's expressed emotions that we haven't seen this is character levelization that, you know, we haven't really seen out of PWR. Levelization is not a word. I know. I'm making it up. Level up. I meant to say level up. On air first A level up. Yes, okay. Thank you for putting me down again. My ego is not damaged. I'm fine. <laughs> no, okay. Back to the point. Mark DiManalo, best characterization on the roster right now. After that promo. I believe in I Mark agree. DiManalo. I, this, yeah. I believe in Mark DiManalo. Because, for one, the guy wrestles fine. He wrestles good. You put him on the pre-show, and he gets to react on the main card, and put an impact like that in the main event. If he hasn't earned a championship opportunity, I don't know. Uh, wait, on that note, I want to ask Patty. Uh, yeah. Regarding PW Renaissance again, uh, do you think we need more promo work? I mean, you know, more promo time? Or Yes, you do. Because because it's not hyping the matches, uh, you know. Have you seen Have you seen the internet stuff? No, I think that's but, the thing. Eh? I say the internet stuff yeah. is after the show, but during the show, I think what she's trying to say is uh, they need more build up in show. In the show, yeah. Plus, okay. keep in mind that not everybody is reading the website or the articles, listening to the podcast, and uh, watching the videos. Not everyone is doing that. They just only come to the show to see the match, follow the storyline. This girl is observant. Yeah. And my observation is that Mark DiManalo has the best character on the roster right now. I want to see what happens at PWR Live. Mr. C, 
not Sandy. Mr. Sneep, make it up. Okay. Um, before we get to my pick of the week and Rose, uh, Patty, the pick of the week segment is, uh, and I'm sure you know this, yeah. it's where we pick the most must-see match or segment of the week. So do you have one? Is there something you'd like to throw in as your pick of the week? We'll let you uh, call have, dibs yeah, on any, yeah. anything you want. I think you could already you can ah, already no, no. predict it, but I all it, it's uh, obviously the hardcore match yeah. okay. at PWR Live because I have to explain it. It's not because I'm a big fan of John no, Sebastian no, 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 or whatever. No, no, no. Uh, it's but you are a fan. Yeah, I am a fan, okay. but I'm not not As, that big, not that big fan. A fan. Uh, it's Just because expectations. Yeah, it's because you rarely, rarely, damn it, rarely, rarely see a hardcore match nowadays. Okay, even in television, and. They give it justice. Two of them. Do you want to watch CZW? <laughs> independent stuff. Independent stuff. You should give it a shot. At no, least let's once. talk about that later once we end this. Uh, Ro, what's your pick of the week? Come on, wait. I'm finalizing my pick of the week. All right. Um, my pick of the week is probably Gargano versus Cruz. Just because ah. it was fun. Ah. It, it was fun. Um, it, it wasn't like the best match ever. But it was just fun seeing them have a little back and forth. Nico na gusto niya comeback ni Cruz because Johnny Gargano wasn't exactly working heel, yeah. but he uh, didn't exactly get a lot of heat either. You know what I mean? So parang uh, it, it's not like there was much for for Apollo Cruz to come back to. It's just that them trading uh, trading moves and countering each other was was a fun sight to see. Okay. All right. I guess what I'm gonna pick is the whole Kane thing, just because we spent so much time on it. Okay. It, it's working now. It really is. Because we're talking about it. Yeah. And it's different. Parang, it was not the cane you were expecting when he came back at Night of Champions. For sure, yeah. It's so, not what we yeah. wanted, but it's what we deserve. Uh, so what's in the box is my pick of the week. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. What's uh, in the box? Before we go and get out of here, yeah, it's a uh, reference to seven in case you guys didn't get that. Uh, before we get out of here, we got to thank our friends over at the Mellow 94.7 Studios. They've been very generous with the equipment, which comes is handling right now. We can totally hear that. Sorry, sorry. On Just making an adjustment. But yeah, thanks our friends from Mellow 94.7 <laughs> for always having us here. Thank you as well to the boys and girls of PWR for making the SGP podcast the home of PWR. Why don't we also give a special shout-out to our boys in Gilas, Filipinas, who are leading, by the way, with about a minute left in the fourth quarter. Oh, shit. We are up 76 to 68, so we, we better end this right now. Yes. Uh, because they're making us proud, and they gave us his name, at underscore Stancy, at Caveman Camus, at Rosewar. Are you on Twitter? No. Okay. Get a Twitter. Right. <laughs> Patty and the podcast, thank you for so much for joining us tonight. She will be back, most likely, uh, if schedule soon. permits. Okay. Right, and we'll We're catch, catch you next the week. last one minute. We're gonna catch the next, uh, the last one minute. We out. Peace. Peace. Thank you.